Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You don't me in the dark. Out in the woods, you thought you could keep me from the stars. They're closing in now. I can hear them growl. You left me for dead with nothing else to be said. Didn't give me a second thought. Set your traps and then I was caught. But I found my way to the top. No, I ain't gonna stop. So she up and spit you out. No one around to save you now. Okay, here we are. Uh, today we're talking to Kendall Conrad, singer, songwriter, actor. Uh, she's appeared on MTV, sang on stage with Keith Urban. If you go onto her YouTube channel, you can see that. Performed at the White House, open for countless acts such as Blake Shelton, Charlie Daniels Band, Trace Atkins, uh, and more. But most importantly, you sang the national anthem for my Mets at <laughs> City Field. Uh, I was stoked when I saw that. So. <laughs> oh, really? Welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, so how is everything going right now? Obviously, we're all locked in the house, and you're a performer, so you can't go out and perform where you usually do. Um, what are you What are you up to? So I've been doing these Facebook Live and Instagram Live concerts from my couch, where I play like 30 minutes of originals, some covers. Sometimes, like I'll do a request thing where people who are watching, you know, can request songs for me to play right there. Um, and it's been fun and it's been entertaining and it's, it's, um, it's given me maybe a sense a weirdly a sense of purpose through all this. Cause if not, I would just literally be sitting here on my hands, which I'm not that kind of person. So that's hard for me to do. So it's, it's been cool getting to do these like virtual shows. And do you get a lot of interaction, um, as far as people chatting while you're doing it? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of interaction. And it's fun because. Uh, a lot of them are my friends, so it's like we're all in the same room together. It's cool. No, I like watching them too. I'm on Instagram. I, when it, it pops up at the top, somebody's live, and uh, I don't know. There's something about watching somebody sing live, and not with a lot of um, you know uh, digital things behind them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty awesome. It makes you feel like you're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. What are you? I mean, nobody knows the future, but what do you think your plans are once this uh, breaks? Well, definitely, I'm sitting on three unreleased singles off of my EP that are completely done. And I was trying to get a game plan 
together to release the next one. And then this whole thing hit. And uh, so now I'm not sure what the timeline is for that. Um, but I'm hoping, obviously, before the end of this year, I would like to get another song out. Um, but I've been just right now promoting the two that I have out on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. So I have two out and I have three more to put out. Does somebody help you with that decision or is that is that all no, you? That's Yeah, that's solely on me. So I, I'm just looking at when the right time is now to, to put the next one out. How did you get involved in, in the music business? Um, what, just singing or what? doing it professionally? Um, well, in the, just singing in the beginning and then professionally. Um, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really have like a moment of enlightenment with, oh my gosh, I should sing, um, <laughs> which is weird. Like I, everyone has that story of discovering music and I didn't really discover it. I just always liked it kind of thing. So I just remember always listening to music when I was a kid and, and uh, singing along with like Celine Dion and like as a kid, like little, like I would sing to Whitney Houston and Mariah and Shania Twain. And, um, and then I joined like the, the church choir and I joined the uh, school choir. And that's kind of how um, I got started doing it, which is not very, um, uh, not, not a very big story to tell, but that's how it, that's how it started. And then I taught myself how to play guitar later on. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's always been my dream. Um, I played the saxophone. I was in the marching band and all that stuff, but, uh, I wanted to branch out into to other instruments. I just, I play saxophone too. Alto. Oh, cool. Alto. That's what yeah. I played. Yep. No way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I loved it. That was the only thing I loved about school. I would go to school in the morning for band and then I would skip out the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. When did, so, okay, you didn't have a, a, this great story, but when did somebody say, hey, you know what? She's good. Like, when did you realize I'm different? Um, <laughs> this sounds so uh, narcissistic, but I don't remember, again, I don't remember anybody ever, like, telling me that, me being impacted by it. Like, I never really cared if anybody thought I was good. I just loved to do it. Um, so honest to God, I don't, I have no idea who was the first person to tell me that I was good because to me, it never really, I never did it for approval or for compliments. I always just did it cause I love to sing. So, but it was probably, um, I, it was probably my mom because <laughs> she used to help me. Like, obviously I do it myself now. Um, and actually even saying that she still helps me tape like for auditions and things like she'll hold the camera or she'll help me like set up a little thing for it. But, um, it was probably my mom. Cool. And you were just able to go up on stage. No, no nerves. And yeah, no. Yeah. I always just wanted to do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you no remember one, the, no one do you remember encouraged the... me to do it? Like I was always just like, yeah, I could do that. What about the first time you were paid? <laughs> first time I was paid. I kept it. I kept the money. <laughs> Um, it was, I was paid to sing and they did it like out of like, because it, it, it was me and it was for LPAA basketball in lower Potsgrove, I think. Um, it was the, the girls basketball league, rec league. And they wanted me to sing the national anthem at one of their games. And God, I must, I don't remember how old I was, 
maybe like 12 or 13 or something. And I was shocked when like the, the league president or whatever paid me to sing the anthem. And I, I still have it in the drawer. Oh, the really? Paid me in cash. And I awesome. kept it. I, I think I'm going to frame it. <laughs> how how is the music business before all this happened um I mean, obviously everything's digital and it's, it's on youtube or, or spotify um how was it is it difficult to get get into um, how, how did you go about that process what of just selling music just or? selling music yeah i want to you know i want to be a singer i want them to get my my songs out there and how do i get them out there so somebody can buy them um well, I mean, that, that part is simple. You have to pay a distributor to distribute your music. So that, that part is easy. Mm. Um, what about the business itself? Is it, is it difficult in itself? And is it, is it difficult uh, just being you know, a woman in, in the music business? Um, well, because everyone can pay a distributor, and I don't think a lot of them really screen the quality of the songs as long as you pay them to distribute. So there's a lot of content to cut through because everybody can release themselves. You don't need a label. Huh. And so, um, I mean, that part is if you don't have more money to pay marketing and promotion, you're for people to see it in an article and click on your song. I mean, you have to have your your fan base be huge um, if you don't have any money to follow that up with. So that's super important. Um, and just with country music specifically, it's hard for women. I mean, if you look at the, the country music uh, chart, even for radio, <clears throat> I think there's like two out of 30 are women. And like of the two of them, one of those songs is like a female feature. It's not her song. Um, and pop isn't much better. It's a little bit better. Um, so I'm not, I don't know why that is, but yeah, it's the, it's weird. So somebody with a lot of backing, uh, you know, financially, um, may not have to be the, the best singer. Right. Essentially. And that's, right. And that's just where we're at with the internet, the internet. I mean, with, you can pay for articles, you can pay for placements and Spotify playlists and all sorts of things. And, uh, you can cut through all that noise if you have money. So, I mean, it's simple, but it's, it's difficult. Disappointing. Did you know that before you went in, before you were, it's all, it's always been like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't expect something for nothing. And like I said, unless you have organically yourself built your own fan base, which is why <clears throat> I think artists are trying to get on the voice and American Idol, because you get all those fans following you who when you put a song out you're tweeting however many followers that followed you from their shows um so i think that's the only way that you can cut through that you know and even then you still need to pay for marketing to to promote your music do you do you're, you're doing all your marketing yourself yeah so um I do. I have been on my own doing my own marketing, and at the same time, I was using a publicist on both of my releases to market my music. Um, and so we both, I've I've been putting in as much work as they have, trying to get this music out there. So um, it helps having two people at the same time doing it. Um, so yeah, I I have had help. Yeah. Well, you seem to do a great job because you know just scrolling around this morning, I, you're on everything. <laughs> um, you know, that's a good thing. 
Instagram and and Twitter. Um, so definitely keep that up. Um, for me, you know, we're stuck in the house. I'm looking at this, these same stupid walls for a month, it seems now. So getting to talk to people is kind of therapeutic. When it used to be, I'd go out and do an estimate, and I get to talk to people and interact. Yeah. Is singing is singing the same way for you? Does it does it give you a release? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, and it's so good to see you today. <laughs> no, I, if we didn't have this, I don't know what I would do. Oh my God, yeah. Well, it's like I'm talking. We're talking in the same room, but we're not. It's like yeah. technology is really cool, but. Um, when I do these Facebook lives, it's weird because I'm staring at myself singing, and obviously, normally, I'm I'm looking at people who are, you know, physically, and I can see it in their face reacting to what I'm doing, and I don't get that when I'm performing live. So it's kind of like I finish the song, and it's, um, you know, I I'm like that's it, and I'm staring at myself talking. Um, so it's a little awkward, uh, but again, you got to work with what you got. So. It's great for what it is. What do you love most about uh, your music or music in general? Um, I don't, I'm not very um, social. I don't love talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it stresses me out and gives me anxiety. Like I'm very shy and quiet. Like mm. I, it, it, it's, yeah, I shouldn't say I don't like talking to people. There's something about my personality that does not let me like to talk to people, if that makes any sense. Like, it just, I get sweaty. I, like, I, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, what, why did I just say that? I start to, like, mentally kind of filter what I'm saying. It's just, it's a whole big mess. So um, music, for me, has always been a means to communicate with people, for me. Um, and I've never been nervous about doing that, ever about singing you know yeah people so i i just wonder if that's kind of why i'm not nervous about it because i'm actually more nervous about actually talking to people and it's <laughs> ironic because you have to for publicity <laughs> yeah yeah like it's it's like after we're done talking for instance like i'll hang up and i'll be like i'll think of something that i said early on in this conversation and be like why did i say that that was dumb like I'll beat myself up about it for like a, a day. I'll be like, God, I wish I didn't say that. And it's stupid. Um, but I, you know, it's like, it's the way, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't fix. It's the way that I am. You can only try and um, get better at dealing with it. But for some reason, um, this is the way that I am. So <laughs> I've got stuck with myself. Uh, for for a singer, well, you for for you, um, when you put a song out, I mean, you're really putting yourself out there because uh, it's very personal. Um, how do you deal with the um, you know reviews and and feedback, whether it's good and you know we know there's some crazy people out there, so mm -hmm. I'd assume that you get some weird comments or mm -hmm. here and there. How do how do you deal with those, especially being you just said you're quiet and and yeah. reserved. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't do confrontation like at all <laughs> obviously <laughs> that might be shocking um but uh usually you just you just read them or like if it's a direct message or a comment or whatever you just read it and delete it that's all i do i don't respond um some of them are just like trolls or they're stupid or people are bored um or i've seen people do it to celebrities and the celebrity will answer. And I'm like, you're just feeding into what they wanted you to do. 
you know, now everyone's tweeting them. So I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't respond to any of it. I, I do want, I ask that question all the time because I'm just, you know, I watch the same thing on Twitter for a celebrity or somebody in sports and, um, but boy, they take a beating. Oh yeah. Yeah, they do. And I just think it's, it's easy to attack someone online because you don't have to like be in person. You don't have to see them. Um, and I just think people are bored. It's like, it's something to do. It's like, let's see what drama I can dredge up today. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of those people, because for me, like, I'm not going to like, say I watch a movie that I think was terrible. I'm not going to tweet like the Twitter account of the movie and be like, y'all sucked. Like, why would I waste my time doing that? I would tweet them if the movie was great. You know, like you want to share positivity, but I don't understand the people that would like to spread um, being nasty. It makes no sense to me. It's a waste of time. Agreed. And uh, I'm the same way. I, I don't remember if I ever left a bad review for anything. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. It just gives you bad. It's bad mojo. I, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. And even like if you had that much of a problem with a company or something like I always call or email like you don't need to publicly. I don't know. I don't know. You don't need to come after people online for everyone to see. Mm -hmm. It'll come back to get you. One way or the other. How, how did you end up on stage with Keith Urban? Um, so he posted on his Facebook page and it was like a link to an email or something. And it was like, I am looking for someone to sing. We were us, the Miranda Lambert duet in at Music Fest in Bethlehem. And um, if you want to upload, if anybody wants to upload a video and send it in, I'm just going to pick someone to sing with me. And um, there's no online voting. It wasn't like judge, you know, judging criteria. It was just like send in a video with this email address. And I sent it in and I was like, how many of these do you think he gets? But I sent it and um, yeah, his management called me. So that Holy was mackerel. Yeah. yeah, that was what, awesome. What was that phone call like? Um, so I was on PlayStation and <laughs> the phone was ringing and we get so many like, uh, stupid spammy phone calls so um we, we didn't pick it up we just like the phone rang and the voicemail picked up because we still have a landline because we're cool <laughs> and uh <laughs> and uh this woman starts talking she's like hi we're with borman entertainment um you submitted a video to sing with keith urban and i hear my mom like run across the living room upstairs and like grab the phone and run downstairs into the basement and like yeah so that's that's where I was and what I was doing uh, when I got the call. And it awesome. was just very surreal. And we'll, we'll throw the video up here so everybody can see it. But it's, it's okay. pretty, uh, it's amazing. So I, I thought, you know, in every town we're playing at, I bet there's a ton of people who can sing. And we should, we should have people send in some videos. So everybody started sending in videos from every town we're going to on this tour. Next girl sent in this video and we thought it was really cool. And uh, she's from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Please make a, make a welcome. Her name is Kendall Conrad. Superstar. <laughs> you should have dressed for the occasion. Right. It's nice to meet you. Thank hey, you for having me. You're so welcome. Who did you did you come any did you come tonight with anybody? I did. I dragged my mom with me. She's where's your mom right at? there taking the, the picture. Hi, baby. She's going. Woo! It's my baby! We're big fans, we're big fans. She's awesome. 
Thank you very much. So where, do you sing anywhere? Do you play? Do you do, what do you do? Oh, Lord, I play all over. I play gigs every weekend. Whereabouts? Like, I just played at Music Fest, actually, at the Lyric Platz. Uh, yeah. Music Fest? Yeah, Music Fest. So is that, is that over that. there? Right, right over there, right in the Arts Quest building. When do you play next? I play this weekend. I'm playing bars, all, all over, restaurants, whatever you name it, wherever right they will have you. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the feeling was like you can't just can you describe that feeling when you're on stage um, it like it I was like so stoked to do it and then it happened so fast like it was like a a blip like in it and I was walking off stage and it was done like it just happened and I was trying to like take it all in and being that close to him and I I still if I'm being honest I still cannot believe that I got to do that like it's still weird to to think that I sang with him. Like that's it's crazy. Amazing. Mm -hmm. When when you're not performing, what do you what do you do in your in your real life? Like um, what do you like to do? I uh, I really like playing video games, which is weird. Um, like right now, I finally started Kingdom Hearts three. My mom got me a PS4 for Christmas, and I finally, because I haven't had time, so I've finally gotten the chance to bust it out. That's, like, my favorite game. I have, like, snapbacks and hats of Kingdom Hearts. I love it. Uh, and Bi Bioshock is great. I have a bunch that I like. Um, and I like watching horror movies, and I like to read. So those are the three things that I like to do. And not, like, nonfiction self-help stuff. Like, I like... Uh, Stephen King is my favorite, I think. I've, I'm trying to read every book in his catalog, which is hard because some of them are long. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so right now I'm reading Hearts in Atlantis. So well, apparently there's a movie with, uh, uh, what's his name? I think Anthony Hopkins, I want to say. Is that his yeah. name? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's the lead. And there's a movie, apparently. I didn't even know it came out. So I'm going to have to check that out after I'm done. Well, it's a good time to read. I've been reading yeah. so much. Um, gaming, we go back to gaming. We just talked to somebody um, last week or the week before. So I didn't, I was not aware uh, that gaming blew up. Like um, you can be a professional gamer. And uh, he was telling me how much money these these guys and girls were oh. making being a gamer. And it's, it's amazing. So there's, there's leagues. There's a whole, there's a whole nother world out there that I didn't know about. Um, You're saying I, I have a hidden career here. You could have a hidden career, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play? I like sports games, so I haven't played in a while because I just it's hard for me just to sit down mm -hmm. and and kind of focus on one thing. I'm my mind goes all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, I used to love it. It's just trying to settle myself back down into focusing on one thing. It's right, hard. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is really hard, especially now. Yeah. Um, so who are you stuck 
not, I don't want to say it that way. Who are you uh, sequestered you with? <laughs> you could say stuck. That's what it feels like. Um, so it's my mom and my dad. And then I have two younger sisters. And um, we were just saying today, today, it feels like we have, we're all getting on each other's nerves. I'll just, I'll leave it at that. It's been okay up until this moment. And now it's like, why are you looking at me funny? <laughs> well, it's just, we're all so, fights. It's not good. No one can agree on what we want for dinner. It's yeah. It's so you it's led not, me into my, you led me into my question. Um, yeah. Now that we're all stuck together, uh, pet peeves. Are there any <laughs> new ones that you just realized that really bother the heck out of you that you're all stuck together? Well, I'm very uptight and fussy. So literally everything offends me. So I'm not the best person to uh, be stuck with. So like people who um, like people like my sister will watch movies and things like without headphones. And it's like, I don't really want to watch this movie right now. And I don't want to hear it. Can you put your headphones in? She won't. Um, so like noise, anything like that is annoying. Um before this all happened, like I would kind of do my own thing for dinner. And now it's like, we all kind of are trying to eat dinner together. And I'm like, I'm hungry now. I just would like to eat now. I can't do that. I have to wait till dinner, um, which is new for me. So there's a bunch of things. That's only two. There's probably a ton more. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at at this point. What, what has been, uh, what's been bothering you? Um, People chewing with their mouth open. I, I, I'll fixate on that. Uh, just that that noise is amplified. Um, do doors slamming. Yes. Um, not cleaning up after yourself right now. Oh uh, no, you're one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the. If you look behind me, I'm not the neatest person in the world. But but it's organized. Uh, I like to be organized. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes my dad he hasn't really done it. Knock on wood, he hasn't done it. Um, in like a week or so but like he'll he'll fixate on um something that's been in the house for a while like my pile of <laughs> i don't know books and it's been sitting like in the corner of the dining room for like a year and because we're all kind of bored and stuff he'll walk by and be like why don't you clean those books up and i'm like dad they've been there forever they're clean they're organized and they're in a stack and he's like we'll move them somewhere I'm like, where do you, where would you like me to move them? Like, it's, we're all just getting on each other's nerves at this point. So, he yeah, sounds like, like said, me. Yes. <laughs> That's when you said that. I was like, yeah, that reminds me of my dad. Yeah. That's crazy. He's a good uh, person. Though, so, that's actually a compliment. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I believe I'm a good person. <laughs> Is there anything you go back, you go back and change as far as the music? What, like, a decision. Uh, um, you know, maybe a direction you went? Um, I don't think so. Because, you know, it's that, that old adage, like, if you change something, like, it would change where you are right now. And I think I'm at a good, or at least before this whole thing happened, I kind of felt like I had good momentum and I was on a roll kind of thing. And I was super stoked about opportunities I was getting and uh, putting this new music out. And I love the the guy who produced it, um, he did a great job and it all, everything that I've done has kind of steered me to this point. Um, so I'm not, I don't think I would do anything differently. 
cool. That's a good answer. Yeah. What were what were your plans uh, right before all this happened? Like, what was the year looking like for you? I really wanted to put a song out in like May or June, and I just don't think that's a good idea right now. Um, especially because I need like I need to do album cover artwork, and for that I need to do a shoot, and then it's like these eyelashes are from the salon and they're totally getting ready to fall out. And so it's like, I can't get my makeup done the way I want. And it's like all kinds of things now are like, I have to wait and see when, when things open up. And then I want to scout for going to shoot it outside. Where are we going to shoot it? I need to scout locations. And it's like, we're not supposed to leave the house. There's like all sorts of things that go into um, releasing the music. And then I kind of look at who hasn't released in a while, who would I be releasing with? Um, and then like reaching out to publicists, seeing if their clients are releasing on the same week that I would like to release. And then I'll avoid that week. It's just so much that goes into it. So I, and no one, we're all at a standstill. So I just have to wait till this whole lockdown is lifted before I even like game plan again. I was just going to, you just answered one of my questions, I, I believe. Uh, I was going to ask you, what misconceptions do we have about the music business? Because I, you know, the releases come out, you know, every Friday morning on Spotify and here's all the new releases, but there's a lot more to it than just making, you know, going in and recording a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I would argue that um, the, the, the afterwards, the after effects, the, the game planning, the, the timeline after you have the product, I would argue that that's more important than the actual product. It's like the the promotion and the marketing and and the story around the single. Like, what do you what does the single say, and what's the story behind the song that you're gonna? What's the message that you're gonna send to fans and people who listen to it? Um, and all that is tied into the marketing and the promotion. And so you have to <clears throat> you have to decide what that is before you even like put it out when you start promoting. And it's you have to stick to that story. Um, because simple is better with marketing. And so I haven't even decided like which of the three songs I want to put out, let alone like, okay, what's the, what's the message behind this song? What do I want people to take away from it? And then, like I said, then going to my publicist and asking them, you know, what their thoughts are. And sometimes it's completely different. Um, and then we kind of spitball and, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot. It's not just like, oh, cool. I'm going to put out a, a song. I mean, you, you can, you can do that. Um, but you can reach so many more people if you just take your time and you have like a, a map, a roadmap of what you're going to do. When do those decisions get taken away from you? Like, uh, somebody who's like super large, um, mm. are they still making those, those decisions? You know, when, when the song is released and, um, the cover of the album, all that mm. stuff. Yeah. I would argue that someone like Taylor Swift has a say, but someone like, um, you know, someone recently signed has no say at all in marketing or timeline or what the album artwork looks like. Uh, I think you're signing those deals and you're kind of signing your life away until you get some kind of success. And then I think you can, you can literally buy a say in your own music. So I think the bigger artists, like the Jay-Z's and Beyonce's, like I, I do think they have a say, but um, 
the newer artists, I would say no. And again, I'm that's me saying that. I have no idea if that's right. Um, but that's just from my experience thus far. So, uh, like, I have all the say right now in my own music because I'm still independent. And it's like, you want to get signed and you want to get picked up because that means bigger promotion, the bigger budget, um, you know, bigger, like, you can get in whatever, Vogue magazine with an article. But you have no say and no rights to anything that you're doing. So it's it's kind of like making a deal with the devil. Like, you want it, but you don't. Mm -hmm. do you like do you like that control do you have to have control in your in your life yeah okay yes <laughs> i understand yes yeah i i like uh i like knowing what i'm doing and having a hand in everything and having my own say and yeah so i, I think yeah. th this is why i think this is this the, the virus and being sequestered and, and everything's been a lot harder for certain types of people um because mm -hmm. it's totally taken control away or I like to control the whole 24 hours of a day. Yes. Uh, it's gone. Yep. Yep. But, I agree. Um, That's true. What about uh, your process on writing a song? Like, could you, could you tell me your process? Um, like, it seems unimaginable just to wake up and start, you know, writing a song and then here's, it's on YouTube. That's, yeah. To me, it, it sounds crazy, but it's amazing. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's different for everyone. Like I've watched other artists um, answer this question and it's always, it, it makes me laugh how different everyone is. So I work off of titles. Like I, I think I have catchy titles and usually I'll have like a little melody in my head for it. Like I hear voices in my head. <laughs> 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 like I can hear, I'm like, Oh, I can hear what that does kind of. And then I'll take out my guitar and I'll kind of, try to match chords to the melody that I'm hearing in my brain. Um, and then I'll write the whole song around the hook or like, you know, the type, the song title and just writing a story about what that title means to me. Um, and sometimes it's super personal and then sometimes it's literally writing a fictional story. So it kind of just, it depends each time. Um, I haven't actually written in a while just because I'm trying to promote the, the stuff that I've had recorded and so I haven't needed to write but um, I have like a ton of titles like ready to go so the the come to your senses and and leader of the pack can you tell me about those two songs uh so leader of the pack I had that hook for a while and um I was writing with Anthony Gallagher who I met at a Live Nation event and my mom and I took my mom with me uh, because she's been wanting to write and she did um, she helped write come to your senses as well and so we were in Anthony's basement with all his recording stuff and I didn't know that we were going to write that that day but he had this mix in this track that he had already been working on and he was he played it for me and he's like I think this is cool um, if you want to write to this and you kind of just loop it and you sit there and I was like my my title leader of the pack kind of feels like this and so we wrote it in like the whole song we wrote in like three hours maybe um and had a demo for it and that one is just about people who are negative people who have kind of bullied me and told me I was stupid and I was never going to do anything 
with my life and I, I kind of see and hear them in my brain every time I sing that song. And it's like, you're just, you're not, you're not going to stop me. You know, I'm leader of the pack. You can throw me to the wolves and not support me. And that's fine because I'm still going to come back leading the pack. It's fine. Uh, so that's, uh, that I needed to hear that song. That's why I wrote it. I kind of wrote it for myself to hear that. <laughs> and I mean, this is a total compliment um, because I love her. It, it's very reminiscent of Taylor Swift to me. I don't know why. Um, I love well, it. Yeah. Um, she does a thing where I, she works with Max Martin, who has done all the Britney um, and like the 90s stuff where you have multiple melodies and you stack them. And I always liked that he did that. And I love that she does that. So even that part at the end where it's like me ad-libbing and then it's like the echoing howling and then it's the banjo and the fiddle. It's all stacked at the end. Um, not that, that I copied that from her, but that's like a, like maybe it's like a 90s pop technique that she kind of used because Mac, it's a Max Martin thing. Um, and I always liked that she did that and country music never does that. I can't think of a country song that does that. Uh, the, I don't even think Taylor's country songs do that. Um, and I was like, let's put it in a country song. Let's do it. And so we stacked all of the, all of the, tra- it was just really cool. Uh, awesome. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Lydia, little awesome. known fact, I've, I, I've been to a few of her concerts now. I take my daughter, but it's really for me. <laughs> I bet they're amazing. They're, yeah, the best concerts I've ever been to. And I've been, I like a lot of different types of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but she puts on the best show I've ever seen. I've seen, like, I've never seen her live, but I'm dying it's, to. Her it's amazing. Shows, yeah. Like, the the dedication and the art that she puts into it. It's amazing. Yeah. How about your other song, Come to Your Senses? Um, so I started that one with uh, Clayton Riley, who's actually uh, in Bethlehem. He's an amazing trumpet player. And so... Uh, was hanging out with him and again brought my mom and uh I think he had like a piano track um like I, I'll write to guitar when I'm alone but if I'm with someone else who who has the ability to kind of build a track while we're there writing that's even better because you can hear where the the production's gonna go and so he started this demo with this track and uh my mom actually had the idea for come to your senses and she was just like, what if we took that literally? Because it's like, come to your senses, you're acting crazy, you know, be sane and wake up, come to your senses. And if you looked at that phrase, literally, what would it mean to come to your senses? So it's like, sight, taste, sound, like we named all the senses in the chorus. And then we wound up doing like a sexy, if if you would, I'm talking to this guy and it's like, if you'd come to your senses, you would see that like we could have a relationship and we could be a thing. And so that's, we wound up writing the chorus and the first verse. And then we got stuck with the second verse of where it would go. And so we stopped for the day and I was down in Nashville with Matt McVaney who produced it. And I played him this half of this verse in this chorus that I had and was like, we didn't finish it. We don't know what to do with it. And Matt was like, oh, I know where the second verse goes. This is this is what happens. And so we wrote the second verse and we wound up, it made the EP. So that was kind of cool. It started in Bethlehem. It's awesome. 
Yeah. Um, really, my last question for you is, uh, what's the perfect day to you when you wake up in the morning? What would be the perfect day? The perfect day. Perfect day starts with coffee with my mom. And then for like two hours, we drink coffee and we we literally game plan music stuff. Like who we're going to pitch to, like what we're going to do for the next week, like what we have on tap, that kind of thing. Um, and then honestly, the perfect day after that happens is any day that I can get something done with my music. If I can end the day being productive, where it, it could be, you know, like today, we're doing this, this awesome interview, like today is a good day. Cool. You know, any any time that that I can feel like I've I've done something, um, is a good day. And so during this quarantine, that's when it's been really hard for me to like I was saying earlier, like to sit on my hands, and not get anything done with my music. Um, it just it kills me. So to answer your question, any any anything, uh, any any time I can be successful with my music, that is a good day. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, Kendall Conrad, where can we find you? I was just realizing, hopefully my hat wasn't like super. <laughs> no, no, you were good. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can you find me? Uh, so my name's spelled with one L. So it's just Kendall with one L, Conrad with a C dot com. Um, I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Same kind of thing. It, 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 all my stuff should pop up, up if you type my name in. Um, and I should follow back on Twitter and Instagram. And if I don't, you can shoot me a message and I will, I will definitely hit you back. And then I'm, I, my music should be on most of the streaming sites. Um, those two singles leader, the pack and come to your senses. So definitely check those out. Cool. And we'll throw all your links up there so everybody can find you. And hopefully uh, we're through with this virus shortly and yeah. we can all go back to normal and, and take it from there. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. It's this is awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank you what, very much. What is your your uh, best day? Um, nobody's ever asked me that. Um, <laughs> I'm just curious. So I like to get up in the morning. It's going to sound strange. I like to go to Sheets, not Wawa. I like to go to Sheets. Um, it's a convenience store. Uh, I like you. I liked you up <laughs> until this point. But see, I think Sheets is good. Sheets is good. Well, I like to see the people who work there. So I've become friends with them and they're all nice. And um, it's like a family. Uh, I go in in the morning and I sit in my truck for a while and I have I have Wi-Fi in my truck, which is amazing. So I can do my work right there. There's nobody around me. Um, phone's awesome. not going off. Um, from there, I'll usually go out to a couple different houses and do some estimates. Um, then I'll go to the gym. Uh, come back to the office and so I, I have a lot of different uh, hobbies I'm not just involved in the painting company I like to do I collect uh, collectibles baseball cards and autographs and um, sell things on eBay and, and Amazon really and uh, so I, I do all that stuff um, that's really it if I can go to the gym or I can go on, on a walk on the bike path and mm. do some work around there I'm, that's a good day for me Hey, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I was, you know, I'm curious. I'm going to have to ask. Uh, now it's a good question to ask. <laughs> I know, hear all different kinds of things. Quarantine. I'm yeah. curious what, what people would say. That's yeah. So, well, this took away 
the gym. This took yeah. away, you know, going out and seeing people face to face, which I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's just on the computer. Yeah, but you're right. It does. It does help. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it does help. So it's like talking to um, it's like talking to a psychologist, really, when yeah. you talk to somebody else because you can yep. throw your things out there to somebody that's else true. who can listen to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. And I never yeah. thought like that, but that's true. No, absolutely. <laughs> cool. All right, thank you, Kendall. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.